The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. And that's my spring moving as I'm moving the microphone around here. Uh, welcome to the Sons of Liberty, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. And uh, we've got a good show lined up for you. It's going to be the uh, Sons of Liberty meet the Liberty Bells today. So uh, you guys have uh, have a real treat here uh, in store. So with that said, if you would like to check us out online, please go to sonslibertyradio.com or sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you're watching by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion or listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com. And we are streaming live, uh, second video down on the right side of the page. You can blow that up. That's right. You can see the face is made for radio. And then click on the icon for the um, 
platform that we're on. You can join us in the chat. We've got lots of friends in there this morning. Yes, I know what it's saying there as far as numbers there. That's not accurate. I don't know why that doesn't update or anything like that, but I see the numbers that are that are there and uh, the people who are actually logged in, and this information comes outside of Facebook. So uh, join us on that. We'd love to have you on. Then right above that is a Bradley show from yesterday. You can click on that and watch that, and then he will be live at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com. He's the first video <clears throat> on the top there. Just above that is where you can enter your email to subscribe to our newsletter. Please do that. We don't rent your email, sell it to anybody, spam you with you know all kinds of advertisements in the, uh, with a bunch of emails. We don't do that. You just get one email from us a day. And if you have subscribed and you're not getting it, please check your spam. If you're on Comicast, <laughs> Communist Cast, uh, Internet, they're probably blocking you, uh, to- blocking us totally. Because they don't even let it go into the spam. So if that's a problem, you need to get with your ISP and say, you need to let this through. I requested this, and they have no authority to be telling you you can't get something through your Internet uh, that you've subscribed to. Finally, if you would like to help us, if you agree with our message and you'd like to help us out, uh, we have needs. We don't ask you for money. We let you know those needs are there. And if you're able to and you want to, Please help us out. There's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that. And you can make a one-time donation. Or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. That link is also at the top of the page. And then our store is available as well. And again, this week we are highlighting the prayer that rocked the Capitol. I don't know why the store. It's done by a different server, but uh, occasionally when you, you bring it up and then the picture doesn't come up. And I don't know why that is. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, there it is. The Prayer That Rocked the Capitol DVD. Normally that's $20. This week through Saturday at midnight, you can save uh, 25% off when you use the promo code 25, the number 25, and prayer. P-R-A-Y-E-R. 25 prayer, one word, in the promo code, and you'll get 25% off of that. This comes back from to 2011, uh, Bradley's Prayer at the uh, Minnesota uh, State House there. And, uh, yeah, you'll see the firestorm that that, that brought about for, for really no reason at all. I mean, it's when, when you see it, you'll be going like, what is, what is everybody fussing about? And, uh, yeah, they were, it was just, a, it was just an, a hit on Bradley. In any case, I see some comments in the chat, okay? And some of you are talking about your, your uh, kids going to college and they're acquiring this experimental uh, injection, some of you are talking about you're working in the medical field and they're going to require it on you. Okay, I got an answer for you. Okay. Corey Lynn has, she did this <clears throat> earlier in the year, actually, these two, these two pieces. This is a form for students attending colleges or universities requiring COVID-19 injections. This is a form for employees who, whose employers are requiring COVID-19 injections. Now, what this does is it puts, it puts them on notice for what they're doing. They're violating the law, okay? Nuremberg Code kind of violations, Nazi-style violations. That's what this is. We've got to call it for what it is, okay? So you can take these and you can fill these out. Now, if they don't want to respond positively to this and let you go or the, the loved one that you're dealing with go on this, you need to find an attorney and you need to, you need to sue them over it, Okay? And you need to make them feel it in their pocket. But that's the only way they feel things is you hit them in their pocketbook and you hit them hard in the pocketbook and they understand that. Why? Because they love money. 
And the Bible tells us the love of money is the root of all evil. So, and they love control, which they go hand in hand. Control and, and money go hand in hand. So I wanted to point that out. I'll have these in the archive in case you're wondering. In fact, I'm going to uh, drop these <clears throat> in our the, the Facebook chat. That's where we have most of our people at right uh, today. And uh, you guys will be able to uh, pick those up. And they'll be in the archive as well. Now, this morning, again, special treat. Right in the middle of Extortion 17 week, uh, we're still doing our Rotten to the Core Wednesday. And we have the Common Core diva Lynn Taylor with us. And we also have our very own Suzanne Hamner, who contributes to the Sons of Liberty. And uh, her and Lynn have been working together as the Liberty Bells and bringing you some information as well. And it's great to have uh, you ladies both on the Sons of Liberty this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, great to see you. And uh, yeah, you, know, you guys, you guys know what I'm dealing with, right? I come in and I've got two ladies, and they're excited about talking about their stuff. And so I'm just sitting back here, and they're like, "You're not saying much." I'm like, "Well, when the two ladies are going, you just <laughs> let them go. You know, you just let them go." So you guys have been working on uh, a document, putting out some information for people. You, a United Nations document called Mindspace. And uh, one of you guys want to pick it up and tell us, kind of give us a summary of what that is and what we're going to be seeing in this hour? Actually, it is not from the UN. This is from the UK with several U.S. influences that were involved. It has been cited by UNESCO. It's been adopted by the EU, and it is now showing up in several of the UN countries as a platform for uh, governments, uh, help me out here, Suzanne, government what? It's government policy. They keep uh-huh. saying that is not for government policy. Right. But the more that we delved into this and the more that we started mm-hmm. looking at it, we saw that this actually was being used for government policy. It just wasn't being told to the people it was. Okay. All right. That's my fault. I changed it on the uh, on the things. I thought this was United Nations going back into the other thing that we were talking about before. So I appreciate that correction. All right. Yeah. So no, there- it's no, no problem because it's very confusing because what tipped us off, Tim, was the, what was it? I think it was the June 2021 report that they had put out. And this is one where they said, okay, some porn is not bad for children. Homeschooling is bad for children. Uh, We need to monitor how their digital identity is because the the whole document wasn't based on uh, morals or, you know, social and emotional stuff so much as it was, you know, we have to respect that children have human rights that we're not really paying attention to. And that's when they brought in this MindSpace document. Okay. All right. Thank you for clarifying that. Mm-hmm. They seem to be saying that anything that parents want to do for their children is bad concerning this, uh, but everything for, for gov- that government has is a good thing mm-hmm. for the children, which that we've seen some of the twisted things that they put out. So we're going to be looking at this. We're going to be taking a look at some of these these things this morning. And uh, so where do you guys want to start at uh, so we can get the ball rolling on this this issue of Mindspace? Suzanne, why don't we start with the Wisconsin education document? Because that's a huge platform from the education side, which is what we do here on Wednesdays, as you know. But we could bring that in because that's a big uh, foundation for the what the MindSpace document turned into. 
Did you want me to pull that up? If you would, I, I, th- I also sent it to I've Tim. I've got it here. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Tim's got right it. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Okay, great. so Suzanne, why don't you tell folks, uh, this is from what, University of Wisconsin, right? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And this is what we found, and it, it ties along right into Mindspace. And if you go through and you read that document, and two, because this document was also referenced in Mindspace. We found mm-hmm. that in the references in Mindspace. So when you read this document, what you are seeing is absolutely what uh, these people contributed to that Mindspace document. And Tim, basically what it is, is it's a huge guide into the social and emotional learning uh, manipulation that you and I have spent so many shows going over. Yeah, this looks like, uh, to me, like nothing more than a, a modernized version of BS Scanner is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. And this is one of the biggest documents that we found from America that was um, woven into this UK Mindspace study. And if I now correct me if I'm wrong, Suzanne, but the reason why the UK decided, hey, we need to come up with a document like this was because they were seeing in the government that they weren't getting the responses from society that they wanted. So they came up with this scheme that's, well, if we can't get what we want, we're going to make what we want. And and that's tr- true. And what they did was they took several different behavioral manipulation techniques, wove it into one document, and said, okay, these are the techniques that we're going to use. We're going to weave all this into uh, communication, policy, um, Speeches, I mean, it covers all forms of media, oral, written, and verbal. So you see this, and of course, the tie to that document is the how-to manual, which we'll get to in August. That is our um, big thing, because this is the, uh, okay, these are the behavioral uh, change techniques that we are going to use. Well, the Australian document is, well, how do we take these and translate it? So that's what we're going mm-hmm. to bring into uh, next month. We're going to cover that document. So when you put this month. together, oh, this month, this month, this Saturday. It is this month. Yeah, that's this right. Saturday. We're starting. Yeah, yeah that is yeah, this month. It is. It's August. Time yeah. flies so, when you're having fun. Yeah, we are having so much fun doing this. I mean, the time flies. I feel like we're still in July, but we're in August now. No, it's it's our Saturday night special because we're going to talk about um, how Australia also cited this particular um, study, if you will. But let's point out one thing, Suzanne, sure. that we did on one of our broadcasts. And that is, and people, uh, I'm sure, in the comments are going to uh, identify with this because, you know, they are tending to be like-minded, but policy is not law. That's right. Policy is an interpretation of a law, and depending on what group is interpreting that law is to what kind of policy will be set. So, see, we've seen that here in America, and Tim, you and I have talked about that several times, especially in education, how people who have zero educational experience will come in, and because they're you know, wave in the Common Core Machine banner, they get to, you know, help set policies that were interpreted from laws like the Every Student Succeeds Act. Unconstitutional as it is, they have made thousands of policies and programs. And what we've seen in our studies of this particular type of movement, uh, Tim, across the world, is that education, again, will be the main change agent 
Okay. All right. Now, <clears throat> with that going on, and mm-hmm. we talk about policy not being law, you know, we're seeing a lot of this and a lot of different things. One of the one of the things that's coming to the forefront now mm-hmm. that they're talking about, obviously, are more mass mandates and vaccines and stuff. That's stuff where we didn't give authority to write law about. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't give, and, and this is why, to me, the arguments, and I'll tie this in with what you guys have, the arguments for, you know, sign, what, the, you know, this stuff, uh, Bradley played uh, Chris Cuomo talking mm-hmm. to uh, um, our friend Tony Roman out there. And, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, Chris Cuomo says, well, the science says this, the science, well, Chris Cuomo doesn't know what the science says. He's a, he's, he's, he's just peddling the same narrative. And mm-hmm. so what happens is we didn't give authority to the government to deal with science. We didn't give authority to the government to deal in the issue of health care. And right. they just usurped it. And the people let them usurp it. And now they they write they write law, pretended law, as mm-hmm. though they have authority for in those areas. And then they try to institute it with policy like what you're saying here. The same thing has happened with education. They don't have authority mm-hmm. in the in the matter of education. We talk about the ninth and tenth amendments. We go back to scripture. Uh, Deuteronomy 6, it is it is the parents' responsibility to educate their children, to teach them the wonderful works of God, as well as his commands, to have them in their heart and then to put them in the others. So there's a jurisdiction for where that happens, and it's not government. And what you guys are finding out here, this manipulation of the behavior, this is not something government's supposed to be involved in. The very <laughs> thing they're supposed to do, Romans 13, is to punish evildoers. But do they do that? No. We've got, and let me let me throw this in here, and if we have to go over, we'll go over because I forgot to do it, but I meant to, to bring this up mm-hmm. because I told David Clements we would do that, Professor David Clements of the Professor's Record. David has a thing <clears throat> here, and I hope in my mind it made sense to go here <laughs> for a second, but uh, I just wanted to point people out. If you're on Telegram, go to the Prisoner's Record. This is where they're taking good people and they're punishing them. They're sitting in jail. These are some of the people that just simply went uh, to to Washington D.C. who wanted a a fair election, and that's what they wanted to protest about. Now they're in jail. Some of these people. I, I heard this story yesterday. One of the guys hasn't been given any water. Hasn't been let out of the the cage that he's been put in. 24 hours a day, he's not been let out of there. He has to beg for water. One of the guys, I think, has passed away. If you haven't been over there, they're highlighting each of these guys. I believe this guy, Chris Worrell, I believe he was the guy who had, uh, who I thought, I think he had passed away. But anyway, these guys are being highlighted every day. Yeah. After his passing. So, um, I, I want to throw that in because that gets to the thing of what we're talking about where they're implementing their policies. Mm-hmm. not law and they're they're violating law in the process because what they're doing is they're they're denying these guys due process forgive me for for bring for bringing that in oh, but no. in, oh, no. in the midst of this i meant to do it at, at the first but I, I want people to see this has impact on people's real lives well absolutely and see one of the things that we found out because this MindSpace document is like 96 pages all right and i cannot give you the page number but we certainly went over it i believe it was in our first interview um on it suzanne where we found that through education and it was really unclear as to which authority figure in the government but basically it was going to be putting the parents in uh 
um, a position where they had to enter into a contract with a local government authority to pledge that they would get Johnny and Susie to school. And I do believe that was in our first show yeah, because I that's what we was. found out yeah. was so egregious. Mm-hmm. We found that that was so egregious. The parents should not be entering and into a contract was, at all with government. And here was the other kicker. If somehow that contract was violated, there were punitive damages. Yes. And that's another thing that we found so egregious. Mm-hmm. So it was... Um, it, it's really conjoling it, and it's manipulative. It's very manipulative. And if you don't know what you're looking for, you'll miss it. Because when I, when we started this, and we started in this document, and then I got the Australian document, which is the how-to manual, mm-hmm. and I started looking around, it's it's in use. It is all around us. And if you mm-hmm. are not wise to it, you are not going to see it. It's in commercials. It's in what you hear in the media. It's in what you read. In fact, we went over some of that. The propaganda. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the propaganda of mm-hmm. what we were reading. And in fact, last Thursday's Liberty Bell show, I showed you, and I sent these articles to you that we covered on our show, where conservative media is absolutely putting out there school vouchers and things like that. It's a manipulative technique. I don't know if they're not realizing what is what they're putting out there, but it's a manipulative technique. Yeah, because we we pointed out the fact that a lot of these supposed conservative sites, they're picking up news articles from other sources and they're not double checking the content Tim, to the point of instead of being that supposed beacon of truth, they're helping pass on this accepted lie. All right. What are some of the things that they're that they're passing on? Can you give us some examples there? Uh, Betsy DeVos has raised her. Uh, oh, gosh, has raised her her uh, qualified self again to lend to the argument that because of COVID, that we need to, when we open the schools, we need to really give all the parents all the help that they need by giving them school choice. And that we need to invest in vouchers and tax credits and education savings accounts. And Tim, how many times have we talked about these very things? And it was not only under her leadership that we heard this kind of malarkey but it was the previous ones because we know that the government whether you're a conservative or you're a liberal whether you're a republican or a democrat this fallacy on school choice has been going for over 40 years and it wasn't until trump came along that it was really kicked down the road and of course it's in our faces now because after all with uh the learning loss that has happened because of covid We really need to let mom and dad choose where Johnny and Susie go to school and how they learn. But here's the problem. When you attach money to that child, you are saying, okay, sign me up for every data tracking, data mining system that is out there to put me into a slot so that I can be told what I'm going to do. Yep. Yep. And that, well, this is why parents have to take back their their rights Mm -hmm. of their own kids 
Mm-hmm. And I know we've talked about the Every Student Succeed Act and this, that, and the other, how it's supposed to even apply to homeschoolers and all this other. But the fact of the matter is <clears throat> most people still in the States, you still have the freedom to bring your kids home and nobody has to know what you're teaching them. And you don't have to you don't have to be compliant with all of that stuff. You really don't. And you don't have to be compliant in the first place because they have no authority to be telling you to do that in the first place. And while I understand that and while I appreciate that, we have to we have to be aware because as Suzanne just said, if you don't look, it's gonna come up and sneak up on you. Oh sure. I mean I mean in the Every <clears throat> Student Succeeds Act, it doesn't just say that all education has to be aligned to the same post secondary rated standards. It says that all education educators have to be credentialed in that. So that right there is setting anyone who is outside the system up to be manipulated. And if we bring in these parental contracts like the UK is wanting to do, we are going to be in serious trouble. I couldn't agree anymore. Um, okay, so let's look at a couple of things here. You've got a, you've sure. got a, new, you've got a new article out on this mm-hmm. as well. So you want to yep. tell us a little bit about that? Oh, I got probably 10 emails from the U.S. Department of Education over the weekend, and everyone was like, you've got to be kidding me. So I just had had enough, and I titled the article uh, something like, you know, U.S. Ed, you know, our pretended savior, because what they are doing is they're coming in, Tim, and Suzanne and anyone else who's listening, they're coming in with anything and everything that they can throw money at to somehow make America on the right path again because COVID has done such a number on us. But really, if, if you stop and think about it, it wasn't COVID that did the number I on know, us. It was I know. governments that did the That's number That's exactly on right. Yep. It, it, it absolutely is. But, you know, you've got millions and billions of dollars, Tim. If you look at, if you look at the article and each of the press releases that I've uh, put in it so you can see what I'm talking about, they're throwing millions and billions of dollars at um, a prison program we the people are supposed to pay for they're going to now use Pell Grants this will be the second experiment using Pell Grants to give prisoners uh, quality education so that they can come out of prison as a skilled laborer so there's your career tech education there's your STEM, there's your outcome based education, there's all the stuff that people like Charlotte Iserbeet have been warning us about that we didn't need in America. You can look at how much money they want to throw at minority serving institutions historically black colleges because after all um, we've got the uh, where you go to school zip code thing going on and that's that's uh, uh, really worn out uh, point that really does not do justice to the problem. No, and that uh, town hall carried an article that we covered last mm-hmm. Thursday. Mm-hmm. Jane Timken, who is a uh, contributor, I think, to town hall. She's also running for a U.S. Senate oh. seat in Ohio, and she has talked about vouchers, uh, the the zip code and so we blew the whistle on that to get Mm -hmm. people in ohio active to say this is not someone that you want to sit in the senate seat when it comes to education because she's claiming conservatism but she's using very liberal language and tim we've talked about that before where you've got your you know what we call the unibrow politicians um where they're they're both preaching the same thing they're just sitting on different sides of the aisle 
Yeah, especially on the issue of education, because mm-hmm. after a while, after all, everybody wants kids to learn, right? Nobody wants kids not to learn. Oh, I want my kid to be able to go out and code and, and be a success. And, yeah, and have all know, this social, emotional, you know, garbage kind of But together. again, the government is deciding for you what success is, and that's not the way it was supposed to be. My, and success is not always money, and that's where that's we've got a huge disconnect. Yep. Yeah, well, and and I think this is part of the problem, too, when we start to look for representatives. People get the wrong idea. They do the same. They've been taught to do this in the church, too. They've been taught to Mm -hmm. look for representatives who are good at business. They're successful at business. When the scriptures tell us, no, you look at whether they're successful at home, whether whether they have proper character, you know, are they known in their in their community Mm -hmm. as godly men who hold Mm -hmm. the faith? Uh, in a good conscience, and do they do they love their wives? Do they love their kids? All these kinds of things. And yet, when we go to the civil sphere, we we look at that. So why are mm-hmm. we surprised when they put that kind of thing back onto us uh, right. from their their worldly view? Right. Absolutely. Well, um, Suzanne, did we want to show them anything out of mind space? Uh, did we put that? I didn't. Uh, I, I didn't I gave, pull that I, up, I gave him the entire. You gave him the entire document. I did. I think probably uh, Tim. The the most jarring would be that that, that brain right there. The brain. Mm-hmm. And Tim, for those who are on radio and who cannot see this, uh, Mind Space is in there. It's an acronym. Um, and if you want to read some of those. Yeah, they've got um, the the image is that of the I guess like the top of the brain kind of deal, mm-hmm. and it says influencing behavior through public policy. Um, yeah, this to me, all of these things that are here: environment, uh, norms, habit, incentives, uh, salience, mm-hmm. ego, commitment, priming, effect, messenger, motivation, blah blah blah. All this stuff that's in there. I mean, this mm-hmm. smacks of the B.F. Skinner kind of model here. That, well, he's men- yeah, he's mentioned in. If he's not mentioned in that particular document, he's mentioned in one of the supporting documents. And one of the other American influences into this particular Mindspace document is a book called Nudge. Nudge. And what we found about Nudge is it's written by a U.S. economist, expert, and a lawyer. Not a qualified doctor, psychologist, educator, teacher, but a lawyer and an economist. And so one of the biggest things um, that we found is, again, this is where our governments are slapping it in our face that it's not we, the people who matter, it's the money we represent. Or the money and control they can get. Right, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And Suzanne found in the Australian document that one of the tools to bring about this public policy government-driven behavioral change is taxation. No surprise about that. The, oh, that that is part of the because it, it's a gradual progression. Um, you try to coerce, you try to cajole, you bribe, and the, always the last thing they go to is force, which is yep. either by uh, some kind of punishment, taxation, or I don't want to say violence, but that ends up coming oh, in yeah, at some it, point. That's exactly what it is. It is a violence because it is robbing you of your liberty. We're seeing that now. We're seeing that now when they're talking about these, these vaccines. They're getting the public ready for that to say, if you're unvaccinated, we're gonna. We're, we've asked and we've bribed and we pleaded. We heard the the mayor of New York City saying this kind of thing that the time for nice is over. 
we're going to get we're going to get you wherever we got to get you and put that needle in your arm. And uh, I got a feeling there's going to be some people that says we're going to put some copper and lead in your body to try to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, and here's the thing. They they uh, another part of this manipulation and it's it's subtle. People don't don't think about it is language. They change the language. Mm-hmm. They change definitions. They change the language. And then they get you to speaking their language instead of you saying, now, wait a minute, this is not the language it should be. Mm-hmm. So they're manipulated that way without even realizing it. So nobody is speaking the same language because you're thinking that they're speaking your language, but you actually end up speaking theirs. So that's where we have to hold the language and the definitions to standard, or we're all not speaking the same language, and you're not going to see that manipulation come through. Well, Through the speech, written, and everything that you're being bombarded with. Yeah, well, let's point out that um, we've, you know, I've done several articles, um, and if you look in my archives, I actually included one of the documents that someone years ago in fighting Common Core put together a buzz phrase list Mm -hmm. of all the phrases that parents listen out for that the Common Core machine had purposely picked to manipulate so that when you heard one thing, you're thinking, oh, good. And they're going, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. it's not good. It's what we want. It's not what you think it is. And so, exactly. you know, we, we've seen this play out before. But again, that goes back to the propaganda. And if you'll remember, the United States government used a well-known propagandist who had ties to other people that we will not mention because it's in our first interview, I believe on this, um, that we're just going, okay. See, I yeah, don't like that. Go gonna... ahead and give us the names. Go ahead and give us the names <laughs> of the people they're tied with. Come on. Oh, Freud's nephew. Ah. Freud, yeah. Freud's nephew was one of the propagandists that the U S government put into place back in the twenties to help bring about all kinds of government desired changes and he was best known for you want to tell him Suzanne what he was best known for? He was best known for getting women to smoke. Yep. Oh that's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't that yeah and nice you're using in the appropriate term. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I you yeah, you guys you guys learned the learned my uh my 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 dictionary there on the on the term nice the other week. So for those who didn't get it, that it used to mean ignorant, that you were an ignorant person, not that you were a polite person, that you were pleasant to be around. It meant that you were ignorant. So, yeah, that, mm-hmm. I guess that does I really good. I think when, when you did that show, I put it in the uh, – I was chatting with uh, my extended SOL family. Good morning, extended SOL family, Bethany, Beth, David, all you people. Good morning. Um that I put that in the 70s, we used this term as very derogatory when we were teenagers. It was like, oh, that's nice. That was not, it was not a good thing. If you're somebody, somebody say, oh, that's nice. It was really a bad, bad thing. And we were using it appropriately. Uh, we just didn't realize we were using yeah. it appropriately at the time. But we were using it, <laughs> you know, appropriately. And, you know, and I keep saying, you know, I guess sometimes... You know, I put my tinfoil hat on and it gets too tight. But someone said in the chat one time, and I, Joy said this, she said, you know, sometimes that tinfoil hat is a crown of knowledge. And I've discovered that lately that has become true. Yeah. That has become true. When you 
put on that hat and of skepticism, it leads to knowledge because it it really urges you to research, to look, to see what's behind the curtain. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let me share with the audience what I wrote, Tim, in yesterday's email to get ready for today. Um, let's see here. Here are the links for the four articles that were published on Sons of Liberty, which include our videos on Mindspace. Uh, this document is from 2010. It was written in the UK with tons of US help. It has been adopted by the European Union, cite, uh, cited by UNESCO, spoken of at the recent G7, and will be mentioned in the G20 in October of 2021. This document is also cited in several other countries similar uh, with grabs at government controlled mind manipulation. Australia's is especially troubling. Germany's has been nicknamed the panic paper. China is woven into Germany's paper due to the many similarities of the two countries. Canada and France also have government mind control programs in the works. And this will all tie back to sustainable development goal number three, which is good health for all. Yeah, all of this is, seems to keep going back under the, the whole UN plan of mm-hmm. sustainability, which is Agenda Twenty One, mm-hmm. Agenda Twenty Thirty, right? And let, let's let's take a let's take a step back here, just a second. Where do you see where we're at as far as the United States? Maybe not the world, but the United States in relation to Agenda Twenty One, and also these these documents that you're pulling out, especially Mindspace here. Uh, we probably okay. If you were a yardstick, Tim, I'd say you're probably three quarters to seven eighths done uh in total alignment yeah i would agree with that mm-hmm. I would okay agree with that. so let me let me ask if i'm understanding this correctly what they're doing is they're laying the foundation kind of quietly they're not really imposing a lot of this stuff just yet even though they are right. in some places <laughs> so they're laying the groundwork they're seeing if the people are paying attention which many are not they're getting the groundwork in, and then once they have all that yardstick filled, so to speak, that's mm-hmm. when they're going to start enforcement on it. It, it. Does that seem a reasonable kind of understanding of what's going on here? Yeah. I mean, all you, have to, all you have to do is go to congress.gov and type in uh, sustainability, I think it is, or, you know, just go ahead and type in United Nations. And, Tim, we've talked about this, you know, the number of bills that our Congress, who's supposed to be writing uh, legislation based off we the people, it's now become the special interest groups and the other relations with other countries that have taken over what they're supposed to be writing legislation about. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's what I was wondering is they're quietly kind of laying the railroad that they're going to, I, mean, mm-hmm. I hate to use the the thing they're going to be cattle carting everybody off on, but nobody no, knows. But that's the perfect. That is a perfect example. Okay. That is the perfect example. When you read the the Australian document and the playbook, that is the perfect example. Mm-hmm. It may not be literal. It could be, you know, figurative. No, that's because, the perfect example. No, because Tim and I did one. It was about the FEMA camps. Mm-hmm. It was early on in this whole mess, and we did a show on that, and we tied it, and it was based off of the uh, U.S. military uh, documents that we featured in that particular program, and uh, gosh, I can't even remember what month it was that we did that, but yeah, it was, and it was uh, to divide and conquer, and that's exactly mm-hmm. what it is, is to divide and conquer. 
Yeah. Well, I, that's for sure. And of course, mm-hmm. in our in our shows that we the show we did with Charlotte um, Isserbeet, did I say that correctly? Yes, you did. <laughs> the show we did with her, obviously, you know, it was showing that this goes back to, you know, again, this is something we have to keep hitting on because it's ingrained in our our thinking because mm-hmm. of what we've been taught. Uh, but under the Reagan administration, you know, for years it was the Reagan Revolution. Well, where did the Reagan Revolution actually get us? Nowhere. It, I mean, we're we're no further ahead it, from the time Reagan was president. We were no further ahead uh, in any way than we are today. We we got more taxes. We got more debt. We got more abortions. We unleashed the LGBTQ RSTV WXYZ phenomenon. We uh, have continued to submit to unconstitutional spending, unconstitutional wars. There is no Reagan revolution. That is a facade. That was a that was something that was put up. And yet he's the one who put his John Hancock on the paper to institute what we're dealing with right now. The thing that you come on every week and you begin to show people, Lynn, is mm-hmm. this issue of how they have usurped education. Uh, the, the, right. the, they have just taken an authority that is not theirs to have and force their will on the people. Right. And um, one of the things, if you missed that particular show with Charlotte, that she was uh, showing us was it was his um, agreement to work with Russia in the, the area of education. That's that is the thing that took us down. And people thought, oh, it was such a good thing, you know, and no, really, it isn't. Yeah, the um, actually the show I did yesterday with Steve mm-hmm. Spivey, who was doing the Fallen Angel um, documentary uh, documentary on um, Extortion Seventeen, we mm-hmm. talked for an hour after that, and it was already late at night, so that's why I looked like <laughs> yesterday morning. But that was one of the things he was pointing out too. We we talked about this issue of education and how that had snuck in, mm-hmm. and basically done what. Uh, uh, Khrushchev had said he's, they're going to defeat us without firing a shot. Why? Yeah. Because they got people on the inside who sold us out, and the people still hold those people up as though they're some kind of patriot, conservative, constitutionalist. Yeah. That's that's the real deception here. And this was, you know, a lot of people didn't like us calling out Trump on this issue of education either, or some of the other things, because, oh, he's really for America. Really? Well, what's he nope. promoting? He's nope. promoting a socialist slash communist agenda in the area of education. That's on your kids, folks. Mm-hmm. That's on yeah. your kids. And, and you know, I will say for the record, I don't care if you got mad at me about it, because you know what? Uh, it, everything that we did has been documented. Everything that we have stated and shared has been from not only their own words, but their writings and their legislation and any of those other things. So, you know, if you want to get mad, get mad. But do remember one thing. It's not opinion. It's absolutely researched and vetted. And we would not be doing this if it were opinion. That's right. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, either one of you can answer. On this issue of mind space, what all has been implemented that's more than just, you know, they're passing some kind of pretended law? What all has been implemented from that? What are some examples you can give the people? Oh, how to be a better uh, a, a better earth steward through uh, recycling 
And um, let's see, what else is it, Suzanne, that we, we oh, were noticing? Oh, the commercials are just off the chain. Mm -hmm. The commercials are mm -hmm. just off the chain. Um, uh, one of the commercials, that, and, and this was from years ago, but mm -hmm. they've changed them recently. Do you remember the original Gardasil commercial from Merck? that had the boy and the girl and at the end of the commercial they would say did you know mom dad that is a manipulation technique that that came out of mind space but it's in the playbook from the australia document so you're already seeing some of these things in play you just are not familiar with it here's another one when you see the commercial on tv and these people are wearing the double masks and they're saying oh they get a call from the doctor. Oh, my goodness. You've tested positive for COVID-19. Maybe it's time to talk about monoclonal antibodies. So <laughs> you're, you're getting these little messages. And I, I'm going to throw out a term here that we're going to cover Saturday, neuro-linguistic programming. programming. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's... That, you got that. See, Tim, you are so on it. No, I, yeah, I'll tell you, yeah, let me, let me throw that in. I'll let you finish there. Um, the Neuro Linguistic Program, or NLP as we knew it, uh, that came in. They brought that in when my, my dad was a pastor in the Southern Baptist Convention. And I remember he came out of one, he left one of those meetings. They called him in there to have this guy teach that stuff. And he said, I got up and left. He said, this is not biblical at all. And it's interesting just let, to let people know, uh, Norman Vincent Peale, who was, President Donald Trump's pastor for many years. He was the chief advocate for NLP. And you go to see his church today and you'll see all kinds mm -hmm. of abominations that are in that church that are allowed now because people went into this psycho psychological kind of, you know, kind of dealing with things rather than going to scripture to deal with it. Oh yeah. And it, it, it's prevalent. And, and the thing about it is, and it, and it's all to get you into a desired behavior and that behavior yeah. is desired by either government or a public private partnership what we know is the three uh, the p3s mm -hmm. um, it's wherever they want you to go they'll they're using techniques to do that and a lot of them are very subliminal you don't realize it's being done mm -hmm. and that's through uh, neuro-linguistic programming you see it in oral written and video um, All right, I found my notes. Okay. Oh, okay. I found my notes. Okay. <laughs> the three main areas, Tim, will be addressing crime, fixing antisocial behavior, and turning it into prosocial behavior. It will center on the four E's of encouragement, engage, exemplify, enable. They've also added two more E's to enhance. And let's see here. Uh, let's see, that was enhanced. And then they want to also bring in, explore and evaluate. So in other words, more high stakes testing. Um, behavior change is part of the policy making. Um, on pages nine and 10, you're gonna see how this government policy for uh, behavior change will include unintended consequences in society. What's the unintended consequences? Suzanne, do you remember? Because I don't. Uh, not right off the bat, you know, I as know. early I was. I don't. 
The reason why heavy-handed to, government that's not unintended. They they want that. I, that is intended. No, that is yeah, absolutely that, that intended. is intended. But part of the reason why when I bring up the page numbers, Tim, is so that you can read it for yourself, so that you know what it means to you. Because I can tell you if I remember, <laughs> but I want it to be what you think, not what I think. Okay. But yeah, it was a very unintended consequence attitude. So in other words, we're going to do it. And, you know, if so-and-so gets hurt, well, no big deal. Yeah, well, and I think that's I think that's the way they think because they think like communists. Mm -hmm. It's it's Mm -hmm. they want to make you think. Let's take an example uh, that they care about your health. So they're they're pushing, you know. The, mm-hmm. the injections or the pushing the mass mandates and all that. And, and neither one of them do anything. I, I pulled my hair out uh, yesterday with somebody saying, well, you're not a scientist or a doctor. You don't know what these are. I said, you know what? I got a good enough sense to see what's happening to some people. I got good enough sense to listen to some doctors who may disagree on whether or not it's been isolated or not isolated, but they come to the same conclusion. These things are bad. You shouldn't be giving them to people. And that's the point. And yet these people want to argue with me and saying, well, people people like you are, are they become terrorists because they're going out and they can make this is the mentality this this person was in um uh they were in France and mm-hmm. I said this is what your countrymen are rising up and protesting about and you're sitting down and just shoveling in all the yeah the stuff but what you are dealing your- with is someone who has been a victim of this neurolinguistic programming yep and yep. they have taking it all in Mm -hmm. and so now another thing that you have to remember is that when you have two competing values or principles uh which we call cognitive dissonance government absolutely targets that they use that in order to sway you Mm -hmm. to what they want to go because they recognize that you have that's right two competing values and principles and two, another thing that we discovered is they um, can marry, well, I don't want to say marry, they can enjoin the education environment with a healthcare mm-hmm. environment. That way you, you've encompassed everybody. You don't just have the child, you have the child's parents, you have the child's grandparents, and it just spreads from there. So yeah. here you are, cradle to grave, and then you put the manipulation and on top of all of that and you really are messing with people's minds that they end up being so confused they aren't sure where they're supposed to go and that's intentional that is intentional and you're seeing it play out right now mm -hmm. real live events since the convid 1984 scamdemic yeah, and because the government has all the answers, that's who you're supposed to look to. But around page 14, Tim, they're going to use the term behavior economics. Yeah. And uh, a lot of the mindset in that is that somehow if the government can help you change your attitudes towards like smoking or ob- obesity, then that's going to save the economy in the long run because of health care savings. And so we know that goes back to the resilience. We also know that it is a billion trillion dollar industry for the social and emotional entities who are coming up with resources 
to help change education, to change your attitude, your values, and your beliefs. And so here you have this document that's saying, yes, we're doing it and we're calling it behavior economics because it's going to help us make lots and lots of money. Well, <clears throat> that's part of the problem that people don't understand is they're saying, oh, mm-hmm. it's going to save us money and this, that, and the other. But it's all the money they dump in that they never recoup to, to mm-hmm. programs like this mm-hmm. because they're not just, you know, people would think, okay, you're writing a document here. This is mm-hmm. going to be just kind of carried out. And I, I don't know what people it happens in people's minds. Maybe they think, you know, a per, one person or a, just a small group of people doing it. But what they do is they break this up in these in multiple Public-private mm-hmm. partnerships, or um, uh, what's the what's the word I'm trying to think of? Nonprofit organizations. They set mm-hmm. these things up. We saw this with Obamacare, and they yeah. were setting them up in the communities. They were set. They were independent from government. And what they're thinking they're going to do, guys, is this: they're thinking this is not government. This is independent of government, so they can violate the Constitution all the all the the as much as they want. While we can take our hands off and say, well, wait a minute, we're staying within our bounds, but they're not staying within their bounds because they've written law that deals with things that they don't have authority to write for. And so people got to understand the manipulation just of of how they present things and how they're setting them up, not just the issue of, well, how is it going to affect me? It's They've usurped their authority in the area. I, I got to tell you, I, I'm not, I'm going to tell people from now on, I wouldn't support one person going to D.C. as your representative, your senator, or, or a president. I wouldn't support one person. In, <clears throat> in fact, the only person I would see that's actually done his duty is Thomas Massey, fully. But, I, you know, he's not from my state. But I'm not going to do that. The way to sort this out is to start dealing with it at the local level. I had a, a video. I was going to play it, but I'll throw it in uh, the archive. But it is a it is a immigrant who stood up to a school board and the president, like a jerk, came down, took her mic, had the police haul her off because she was calling out their communism. She had seen it in the country she was in. And this is what this is doing. This is doing nothing but seeking to oppress the people, to put them under control, to enslave them and their children um, for future generations. And if the people don't wake up to where this is going on, this isn't going on at the vaccine level. This isn't going on at the spending level. This is going on at the education level. It's going on mm-hmm. where they're getting the hearts and the minds of our children. We've got well, about a minute. Oh, and it's okay. going higher than that, too. Uh, yeah, because we you have to, to remember there's control above these governments. And to go I've got a theory on that, but I don't want to say. Okay. All right. We'll hold over a little bit. Um, I, okay. I just recognize that, that things are going you know, we're, we're getting tight on time here, but to me, that's what I see them doing. And they're hitting at all different angles, but this education one is really the sneakiest one because everybody who doesn't want their child to be educated, who doesn't want their child to, you know, learn, learn good skills and things of this nature. We all want that, but it's, it's the manner in which they're going. They're going by usurping the authority that's not been given to them. Right. And I could speak to that after we get over the break. All right. Why don't you take time and uh, tell people where they can find out more about you guys at the Liberty Bells. 20 seconds. Okay. Go, Suzanne. All right. You can find the Liberty Bells. We have uh, channels on BitChute, Rumble, and YouTube. We have a Facebook page called the Liberty Bells. So head on over there. Give us a like, a thumbs up, and and check us out there. Lynn's the Common Cordiva. I contribute to Sons of Liberty as well as Lynn. And you can find me at Hamner Out on Brighteon.com. 
and uncommoncordiva.com. All right, ladies, thank you so much. And we're going to hold you guys over uh, for just a little bit here. Guys, tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., Lord willing, we're going to have Don Brown, uh, former Navy JAG, just across the line here in communist North Carolina. He's going to be talking more about Extortion 17. You don't want to miss that. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern. See ya. Okay, I want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. Thank you guys for hanging on with us in the chat, as well as you ladies from the Liberty Bells. And uh, so, Lynn, I <clears throat> got kind of mm-hmm. tight there. So you said we need to hold over. What, el- what else are we going to cover here in the overtime? Well, I just wanted to point out, you were talking about how education was the sneaky part of this. If you'll remember when we've been over and over and over the Every Student Succeeds at, and we've talked about the community hubs where you would have all your, your services, it included health care, which is what Suzanne said that a lot of this was going to involve where they took education and health care. And if you'll remember that Every Student Succeeds Act gave three power increases to three unconstitutional federal agencies. Number one was health and human services. Number two was education. And number three was labor. Because after all, all this happens to go into the skill-based Skinnerarian model that we've been told about. So yeah, why not go ahead and use your your school as the community hub? And we're seeing it in some of the things that I pointed out in my latest article, where instead of uh, the school students who need the, the free or reduced lunch, we've now seen it go from because of COVID, well, the school is going to open up and feed your neighborhood, whether you have a child in that school or not, under the free and reduced program. And I gave you an example from Kansas because one of the ladies who has been really good about sending me information about what's going on in Kansas said, look at this economic survey that they're sending home to every parent. And if the if there's not a student that is in the family, then, you know, they send it to the neighborhood of how the school is now going to feed you. Oh, isn't that nice? The school mm-hmm. is going to feed us. Now, mm-hmm. let me ask you, are they going to feed us the old style pizza that we used to have in high school? Or are they going to be feeding us the uh, Michelle Obama kind of lunch? You know, I don't know. But here's the thing. If you've got allergies like I do, half of what is institutionalized food, I would be sick as a dog if I ate it because I. It, it's just it's not it's we shouldn't be having it anyway okay never it's a did form I, of communism the social right. absolutely is. absolutely mm-hmm. it is but um you know and that's one of the things that has has crossed my mind you know if i were to be incarcerated somewhere i have zero control over what i can put into my body yeah well i yeah and, and uh you know kate has mentioned that too when they arrested her they put her in jail for 36 hours she said, I wouldn't eat their food. I wouldn't drink their water. But they did allow uh, Dr. Corbett to come in and, and to provide her some food and, and some, some drink. And mm-hmm. uh, because she's very careful about that, too. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's a, it's, it is a big deal. And, mm-hmm. again, all of this public education, if people would just step back for a second and stop and think, why are you putting all of the kids from an entire community, uh, you know, hundreds of them, or thousands in some communities, in the same school, and, you know, everything is ordered to that to where there's this massive mind control. I mean, I don't know any other way to say it, that that's what it is. A massive that is mind, what it is. Yeah, a massive that is mind exactly control what it is. among our young people, and nobody questions it. That's the thing. You know, well, it, it, they don't realize it. 
Yeah, but look at your entire it. communities because there was a mandate that a lot of people don't realize that was in Every Student Succeeds at. And that was that communities would be graded on how successful they were in creating all kinds of programs and resources and activities and entities that would align to everything that we're talking about because if they didn't then Johnny and Susie would fail in school and if Johnny and Susie fail at school well then the community is at fault and therefore the state will be punished by losing federal funding and that is part of the manipulation technique Mm -hmm. this has been going on a very long time Mm -hmm. they've just gotten really better at it and they're just not hiding it anymore yeah they're not hiding it anymore absolutely yeah i think that people have gotten used to it over the years as to what's going on and the more used to it you get the more normal it seems um and it's the same thing that happens with sin that you know at first it's you do it and just kind of you know keep it covered up or whatever kind of thing and then the more people do it the more they're just out in the open about it uh, they get. They think it's normal for them to do that. So it's the same thing here. They're, they we've we've just right. become accustomed to this as quote unquote normal when it's really lawless. Right. Well, that's why you have uh, initiatives that were never supposed to be codified, like the Promised Neighborhoods. That was an initiative under the Obama administration. It was never supposed to be codified, but every student succeeds at took it, put it in under this this guise of every neighborhood had to look like this and act like this and have a school as the community hub. And Anita Hogue years ago gave us the wheel and it had the school in the middle and it showed the mental health services, it showed the food, it showed the doctors, the dentists, the psychologists, it showed all the different entities that normally we would be able to pick and choose on our own of, you know, hey, this is my doctor, this is who I want to go see, or this is my healthcare worker, this is who I want to see, and it put it in government control. And there have been, if I am not mistaken, Mm -hmm. uh, this has been, oh gosh, God, it was back in the early 2000s. I visited uh, someplace in Florida. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember the name, but it was a model community. And it was laid out like that. The mm-hmm. houses were all around. The town was in the center where you had the, the city hall. You had the school, you know, and it was this hub. And I wish I could remember the name of that little town now. I don't know if it's still there or not. But this is in the early 2000s. Yeah, California's got a program like that. And I can't remember what they call the cities. But they're, they're cities where everything's planned like that. And mm-hmm. people are, are wanting those because they're somehow a better a better city than, say, you know, their traditional one. Yeah, but it was just laid out very nice. All the houses were in. It was gated. Mm-hmm. You went mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. and then you look. All the streets converge into the little circle where you had the, the town hall, the school. And you're like, wow, this seems really nice. And then you realize, well, there's no real uniqueness there. You know how some little towns are very unique, and, and there, there was nothing unique. It was almost like a cookie cutter that's exactly what it is carbon copy and they're trying to do that yeah they're trying to do that here in in the town i live now i wanted to point out one thing tim had said something about starting at a local level uh if you don't realize this the american rescue plan uh that's where a lot of the money that supposedly is 
being thrown at all these education things that I put in my latest article. But one of the things is I just learned this is that my town received X number of dollars under this American rescue plan. And the city was going to supposedly hold a meeting where you could weigh in on how um, the money is spent. Now, unfortunately I had to miss that meeting, but it's the point of they don't really take into consideration what you want as a citizen. They tell you, hey, as your leader or your official, this is where we're going with it. And if you don't like it, tough. And I really want to encourage you to look and see, did your town get a certain portion of that rescue plan? And if they did, how are they planning on using it so that you can say yes or no? Because you should be able to say yes or no. Ladies, let me let me take a, <clears throat> a second here because oftentimes we'll play some videos of people doing what we're talking about. Uh, you know, people want to see the example set before them, as uh, Dr. John mm-hmm. Diamond had. You know, want to mm-hmm. see the ecclesia in action. And uh, Lynn, you know, we've covered uh, you. We've played a video of you uh, mm-hmm. before. Your your what is it? County council is that right? Mm-hmm. And then I've been down at the state house. Uh, Joni, I know you've spoken on several occasions because they can see you coming when you walk through the door. And, uh, <laughs> they, they stop me every time. They won't let me. The last time, they wouldn't even let me in. They would not even let me in. Yeah, they, they do that. And, you know, there's a story out, and uh, this, this is out of um, a committee in Philadelphia, okay, in, mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania there. And they are now calling the Republican Committee of Chester County in Pennsylvania called Westchester School Board President Chris McCoon's conduct reprehensible as he tried to intimidate an immigrant mother. This this lady's name is Anita. Um, and she spoke at a school board. And there's a short video here. Let me play this and get you guys comments on it. Because, again, we're talking about the people taking the information and going and doing doing something with it. Here's a here's an immigrant mom who comes and speaks to the school board and watch what happens to her. By the most safe, the most safety measures possible. That that's time. I'm sorry. I'm almost finished. <laughs> it's it's the policy. That's a good good statement. But thank. Okay. It's the policy. We got to move on to the next person. Don't criticize us too much. We don't want to give you too much time to do that. Um, ma'am, ma'am, we need to move on to the next person with all due respect. Excuse me. I said we need to move on to the next person with all due respect. Okay, and I, my last statement is I plan to attend the community workshop in September. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Watch what happens here. to say I grew up during revolution I have my motherland has been ravaged by communism and I threw uh, left the Islamic country that was hunting us down but sitting through a board meeting that was divided up this right against CRT that side for CRT was complete nightmare I sent my kids to study mathematics, literature, history, and I want them to study every kind of history because that's how I am. My house, actually, as a matter of fact, is known as the International House of Pancakes. You know why? 
because my kids' best friends are black, Brazilian, Mexican, Muslim, Come on. Australian, English, white, purple, black. What are we doing for each other? And sir, you did a great job for two year, 12 years, but you're leaving a mess. You have brought division to us. You, this is not the way it's supposed to be. They're supposed to be going to college. I need and, your time. No, no. Somebody yes, passed that man some years, secret. He is sweating. Look at this guy. You didn't even have the guts to tell you were the chair of the board. The men of the audience should have stood up and lined up in front of this little punk. That's what they should have done. And then it gets worse. He calls the police in on her. He works for her. She doesn't work for him. I'm telling you, the guys in the crowd should have bum rushed this guy. They just. You let it go on, and these people keep staying in power. That's the problem. But this lady's standing up, calling it out for what it is. This is the whole critical race theory stuff. All right. Okay, guys, I, what's your thoughts on this? I mean, here's a, here's, here's a mom doing that, and you've got this, uh, this knucklehead who comes over uh, wielding, you know, alleged authority. I mean, my goodness, I've never seen a school board president or anything come down and swipe them. They usually have somebody else do the dirty work for him. He just went out and did it himself. He should be removed from the school board. Yep. He should be removed. Uh, yeah. And I really don't understand. Um, like you said, Tim, I don't understand why the, the audience didn't come and stand, up behind her or you know stand between the two of them i can tell you that i felt when i was speaking out that i had one member especially who did not like anything i said he didn't you know get up and and do what this idiot did but you could tell he really wanted to and so he did everything he could in his comments to try to belittle me. Now, here's the thing. When you have your three minutes, they are not supposed to respond to what you say. They are supposed to listen only. Yeah, they're supposed take to shut their consideration, pie holes. That's right. Yes. Take into consideration the point that you're bringing up, whether it's something they agree with or something they don't. But he chose to use his time after I made my points, which were based off of legislation and statute numbers and and you know you've played the video it was all there but he took his time to try to undermine everything i said um and it it's no wonder we're divided because we've got a government entity that is thinking they are so powerful and one of the things and this is how it can tie back into mind space because it's the behavior economics You've got the venture capitalist who we've talked about. One of the things they want to do is come in and disrupt school boards so that they can take away the parental voice, the parental control. And we're seeing this really be successful through some of those techniques that Suzanne has just brought up about you've got people who've been steeped in it. And so now we're seeing it play out. 
Okay. All right. Yeah. And look at the police, what they did. I mean, they were just being the brown shirt. Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, the, I mean, they should never have. They just should have told the guy, look, you know, you need to go sit back down. She's speaking for three minutes. Go sit back down. Don't yep. come down here and harass her. But no, what they did was they manhandled this this woman. And I yep. call manhandling. They put your arm and dragging you out or pulling you along. That's manhandling. Yeah. And the clapping. I heard the, what were they clapping for? They were clapping for what the lady had said. They were, they were in agreement with what she had said. And let me be clear here. But yet they did not. They did not. <clears throat> they didn't do anything. They clapped it. They didn't do anything. Yep. They may have been in agreement, but they didn't act on that agreement. That's part of that yeah. behavior, Suzanne, I think. And it is. You see it. You see it all the time. Let me give people an example after I uh, and remind me to give them an example. But I want to clarify sort of what I'm saying when I said this guy ought to have been bum rushing and stuff. And people say, "Are you advocating violence?" Well, yeah, in some ways I am. Uh, there is a good violence. There is. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me remind people of our forefathers. Our forefathers were, you know, I've given the story of Thomas Gage up in Massachusetts wanting to limit the people to one public square meeting a year. And because they had a second one, he sent in like 300 of his dragoons, okay? He sent in three 300 dragoons to come in and to break it up. Well, how did the people respond? Well, they had hundreds more <laughs> of minute men who came out to meet them and they didn't come out there to talk with them guys they came out there chasing them off with their guns so if you don't mm-hmm. understand you, somebody's going to use the force the question is are the people going to lawfully use the force that they have under the constitution because we are the government okay i'm not saying go out and murder people i'm not saying that but i am saying you do have a second amendment for a reason and if you can be intimidated with guys with guns, okay, while you're told you can't come in with a gun, but those guys can come in with a gun, the agents of the state, you know what I'm talking about, guys, the guys in blue, all right? They can they can come in with their guns, but you can't come with yours, even though it's a God-given right you have, and it's supposed to be protected by the very ones that you're in there to talk to. If you can't see what's going on there, there's a real problem there. Now, I wanted to make another point. What was the other point that I was going to say? <laughs> I'm Were you trying. giving us an example? Yeah. Well, I gave that example. That was the example okay. I wanted to give okay. of, of of previously. This is our this is our forefathers. Our forefathers didn't shy away. Oh, the other thing is the conditioning. The the, the what you're seeing there is you're seeing people applaud for what they're hearing and they agree with what they're hearing. But when something happens like that, they're like, well, wait a minute. What do I do? I'm not supposed to do anything. So there's a conditioning there, too. The conditioning is to sit down when you should be standing up. This is what I pointed out with the whole QAnon movement and stuff. The sitting down when you should be standing up. And so what I found is people can see the videos all the time. Somebody gets hurt. They get in a, a really bad accident. They get shot. They get you know, whatever the case may be, a very tragic thing. And everybody's got their cameras out filming it, but nobody's helping the person. Mm-hmm. And so you and that, get, is, that is condition. That's right. Behavior. So you get people who get in. Uh, we used to have, we had that thing that was the knockout game, right? Where these people would walk by to people they didn't know. And all of a sudden they just try as hard as they could to knock them out with one point punch. In many cases they did. And sometimes there would be people around them and nobody stopped them. And the thing that I learned is, if you're in a situation like that, whether it's at a school board or whether it's some kind of street gang of 
people that's after you, whatever, you've got to start pointing out people and say, you come here and help me. You, you got to call those people out. And all of a sudden it seems like that breaks the spell of, I got to get this on video, man. I got to get, you know, a million views on YouTube, man. So you can break that by doing it, but the conditioning keeps the, the people say, yes, that's what I want to hear. But there's, there's no action to it. It is, it is like, Faith without works is dead kind of thing. I believe that, but I'm not going to do anything about it. Well, you know, we're told to be hearers and doers, not just hearers. That's exactly not right. Not just doers. Yep. We, ha- we have to hear so we can go do. All right. So if you want to find out more, uh, tune in this Saturday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. It will be archived. Suzanne and I are going to go into the Australian how-to. We're going to look at what we think we have found from Germany uh, and lots more that will continue into this conversation. Okay. Do you want to tell them our other big news, Suzanne? Where did we submit something to? Yeah, we, uh, what I did was we, (laughs) me and Lynn co-authored an article and we put together all our videos plus our last, uh, Saturday night special, which was live, which, you know, we got cut off from that, but, uh, I recorded it and we put it up. We sent this article to the UK column there in the United Kingdom. So we're still waiting to hear back whether they're going to put that out there or not because uh somehow our our endeavors have um attracted a UK audience which was really yeah, nice. It has Amen. and the nice thing about the UK column is it is the one remaining media source that calls out the UK government corruption. Yes. And they are the ones who have done the most research on Mindspace and how it connects back to the UK government and all kinds of things. If you go to the UK column website, you could just type in Mindspace, you'll get all kinds of links to interviews and articles and papers and documents. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, if they don't carry it, we'll carry it for you or whatever at Sons of Liberty. And I'll get it over to Kate. Kate will put it out in her group. There are lots of UK people over there. And um, I'll so, send it to you. I'll, I'll okay. send it to you. I've got it all in a nice format. And I'll, I'll send it to you with all the links. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so that's what we've got. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's exciting news, and I'm glad that you guys are doing so well. And guys, don't miss. Uh, you guys are going to be on on Saturday night. Is that mm-hmm. going to be a live thing? It will be live. It'll be 7 p.m. We'll okay. be going live on our own Facebook page, the Liberty Bells. So we'll be going live on that Facebook awesome. page. Now, if Facebook does what it did last time, yes. how would people find us? Because last time they cut us off. Yeah, if they cut us off, what will end up happening is these are always, even the lives are always recorded. So what will happen is if we do get cut off, then it will appear, I will send Tim an article with a synopsis on what we did that Saturday night with all the links uh, so that people can see for themselves and uh, they can f- will find it also on um, BitChute, Rumble, and YouTube. I'll put it out there. Right, like and we do, right, we did the Saturday night special the first Saturday of every month. Every month. So this will be our second or third this, one. Uh, I do I think believe. it's our second. No, it's our third. It's our third. Yeah, it's It's our our third one. one. Mm -hmm. Yes, we started in June. Yeah. I know. So this is our third one. Well, thank you, Tim, for having us both on today. Yep, sure. It's my pleasure. And uh, thank you for the information that you ladies are bringing. And uh, we appreciate you very much. Guys, um, tomorrow, 
Uh, and by the way, I'll uh, I'll put up the link in the archive so you guys can uh, set up to to go there Saturday to watch uh, Lynn and, uh, and and Suzanne in their presentation. So that'll be in the archive today as well, as well as the time, so you'll be able to sh- be sure to set that up. Don't miss tomorrow, um, Don Brown. And, you know, my friend Eric, I, I appreciate Eric in the chat. I, I like Eric a lot, and I was agreeing with a lot of what he said about uh, the use of uh, military forces and stuff, and yet... There's a part of me, Eric, you know, that says this extortion 17, I get what you're saying and I agree with it. At the same time, these guys were sold out. There's no question in my mind they were sold out. And the people who are ultimately responsible for the deaths, who led up to all of that, are people who are now uh, in positions of power that they shouldn't be in. So Don Brown's going to join us. Don has gone, he's former Navy JAG. He's going. He's been on the show before. He's going to go through uh, a lot of the cult report. If you have not seen Fallen Angel, you really need to see it. Now it costs nineteen bucks to rent it, or twenty nine ninety nine to buy it. I went ahead and bought it. Uh, I've watched it twice since then. Um, there's been some answers to some questions that I had in my writing years ago that came out of that. But you'll hear from people who were there. Uh, you'll hear from the guy who led the Rangers. You'll hear from uh, Joni Marquez, who was in the, the gunship above. And we're going to have Joni on. I'm going to be interviewing her tomorrow. We're going to have her on on Friday. And so the thing is, is this. This is something that where there needs to be justice. That's the issue for me. Okay? that That's the issue for me is the justice issue. And uh, there's no doubt Bradley's been highlighting some of the crimes that some in our military have engaged in. There's no question about that. Uh, but for these guys, they were sold out. They knew they were sold out, and they were still willing to go and perform their duty uh, as as they were doing. So uh, that's really where my heart is, is to get to the justice, to bring these criminals who are orchestrating this stuff to justice. That's what I want out of all of this. And so that's why I've made it a whole week. That's why I got in touch with these people who know about this stuff and who can bring it to you. And again, many of you listening, you didn't even know there was such a thing as Extortion 17. So don't miss that, really. Share it with your friends. Two two are already in the can, so to speak. They're over there on sonsoflibertymedia.com. You can find them on our Rumble page at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. And, uh, and share those with your friends. If you share the article, though, the great thing about that is You've got a lot of links, including all of the links and one and one thing there to where we've written on Extortion 17 pretty extensively. So be sure to share that with your friends, uh, not so much to promote Sons of Liberty, even though we do appreciate that, but so they get the right information so that they can start making a you know a ruckus about that too. Out of all all of those men killed, do you know what we got? We got 90 minutes worth of a worthless hearing by Jason Chaffetz. That's it. That's all we got for men who gave their lives. And I'm not going to say they gave their lives in the cause of freedom, per se. There was a fight there in which they were under the impression these are enemies that came to knock down buildings. That was the impression they were given. That's what they were told. Okay? And their job is to respond to that. I get it. I get all the stuff. I get it. I really do. But uh, at the at the same time, uh, selling these guys out who were willing to sacrifice so much, not just then, but through the years they were part of Navy SEALs and some of the guys are Rangers. Some of the guys were Nas- uh, National Guard, I believe, who were flying the, the helicopter. 
that deserves that we speak out for them to bring those who sold them out to justice. Okay, so don't miss that in the morning, 6 a.m. Bradley be on at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Until then, see ya.